0: Hello, welcome to part three of worship. What is it? I welcome you um, to another session. And um, we've had a really good time learning about worship. And we've learned uh, things from the Bible. And also I've used uh, books by an author named Tom Crater. And we've used Becoming a True Worshiper and Worship in Heaven and Why on Earth Does It Matter. And worship, what is it? And I have the links to those uh, books below the video. So those books are all really good. And if you want to have further study, I just encourage you to get a copy of those books. So, as we've talked about before, worship is the definition is to ascribe worth and praise, to pay homage, to reverence, to venerate, to adore. And in in the uh, context of worshiping the Lord, it's the creature honoring the Creator. <clears throat> and in part one, we talked about worship, what it is and what it isn't, and why it's important. And in part two, we talked about the worst worship leader. We talked about worship in vain, and we talked about worshiping in spirit and in truth. And this time, we're going to talk about um, just wonderful reasons why we worship. We're going to just renew our sense of, of the magnificence of the Lord, um, remembering why we don't take him for granted. And we're going to look at some scriptures just talking about how wonderful and awesome the Lord is for the, so the first scripture is in Hebrews 12, 28, it says, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful." And so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. So we worship God because we're receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. You know, in this political climate, we talk about the king, you know, different political dynasties and kingdoms and parties and stuff, but we as Christians we're receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And so we worship God for that. And we worship God um, with reverence and awe because our God is a consuming fire. And so we we worship him with reverence. We worship him with awe because we know that God's God's consuming fire is going to consume up everything that is not holy and acceptable in his sight. The second thing is found in Isaiah 40 verse 25. It says, to whom will you compare me? This is God talking. Or who is my equal? Says the Holy One. Lift your eyes and look to the heavens. Who created all these? He who brings out the starry host one by one, who calls them each by name because of his great power and mighty strength, not one of them is missing so we worship God because He's the creator of the universe how many times have you looked at something in in nature the trees the mountains the the ocean uh, the lakes the rivers the sky the stars um, the flowers the uh, animals and just thought how wonderful and awesome God is and so we worship him for his creation And in in the book of Romans, it talks about just seeing his creation. How could we even deny him? And we're held responsible for believing in God just because of the mighty creation that he has. In Revelation 4, verse 11, it says, "...you are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things." And by your will, they were created and have their being. So we worship God. We honor God. We reverence him. We praise him for creation. And then uh, a third thing is we worship God because all of heaven worships him. In Revelation 4 verse 6, it says also before the throne, There was what looked like a sea of glass. Can you imagine that? Clear as crystal. In the center around the throne were four living creatures and they were covered with eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a face like a man. The fourth was like a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under his wings. Day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures gave glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever The 24 elders fell down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives there forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne saying, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they were created and have their being. So, you know, all throughout the book of Revelation, we see how heaven is worshiping God. And that's one of the reasons that we worship God is because that heaven is our eternal home and that's what we're going to be doing in heaven. We worship the Lord just because he is God. In Psalm, Psalm 95, uh, verse 6, it says, Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker. For he is our God and we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. So we worship him just because he is God and we are the flock under his care. We also worship God because he's worthy of our worship. In Psalm 18, verse 2, it says, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise. I am saved from my enemies. So we worship the Lord because he is worthy of our worship. We give him what he's worthy of. And the sixth thing is we worship him for his faithfulness. In Psalm 145, verse 10, it says, All you have made will praise you. O Lord, your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. So that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving toward all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. So we worship the Lord for his faithfulness. It's so reassuring to know that the Lord is faithful to his followers, and we worship and adore him, and we thank, we're so thankful to the Lord for his faithfulness. Another thing that we worship him for is for his love. In Psalm 118, verse 1, it says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. If there was only one thing to worship the Lord for, that would be a good thing. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. I thank you, Lord. I worship you that your love endures forever. Another thing, this is the eighth thing, is we worship him for his greatness. In Psalm 95, verse 1, it says, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. For the Lord is the great God, the great King above all gods. So we worship and adore him because he is great. We also worship him for his salvation and for his forgiveness. In Psalm 96 2, it says, Sing to the Lord praise his name, proclaim his salvation day after day. So we worship him for his salvation. We thank him. We adore him. We worship him for his salvation, for his forgiveness. Oh, we're so thankful to God for his forgiveness. And then another thing is we thank God for his mighty deeds, the mighty deeds that he does. Psalm 145 verse 4 says, one generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your works. For they will tell of the power of your awesome works and I will proclaim your great deeds. And in Psalm 92 verse 4 it says, For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your work. I will triumph in the work of your hands, O Lord. How great are your works, for your thoughts are very deep. So we could just worship the Lord and honor him and glorify him and give him praise for his mighty works. Day after day, every moment of the day, we could be thanking him and worshiping him for his mighty works. We also praise him and honor him and thank him. For his holiness. Um, in Psalm 99, three, it says. Let them praise your great and awesome name. He is holy. The Lord is holy. He is so holy. And we worship and adore him. In the beauty of holiness. It, the 12th thing. Is for his power. Revelation 11.17 says we give thanks to you lord god almighty the one who is who was and because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign we worship him because he is all powerful and almighty and he uses that power and that might to redeem us we're so thankful for that and we have a baker's dozen here this is number 13 We worship and praise and honor God for his miracles. In Matthew 9, 8, it said, When the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe, and they praised God, who had given such authority to men. It's talking about that they uh, were able to perform miracles in the name of Jesus, that many people were healed in Jesus' name. So we have so much to be uh, thankful for, so much to worship God for. So much to be excited about in uh, being Christians and knowing the Lord and serving such a mighty and wonderful Savior. And just uh, going over these things just stirs a person's heart to worship God and to honor him and give him glory and honor and praise. So um, next week, we're going to talk about worship in heaven And, you know, uh, Jesus told us to pray that thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So if we learn about the worship in heaven, we're going to know what God wants the worship on earth to look like. So that'll be an interesting thing to learn about. So next week, we're going to learn about worship in heaven. I know we've uh, read a whole lot of scriptures today and we could read a whole lot more just talking about worship But that's what we're all about at Summit Church, basing everything that we do on the Word of God, the Bible, um, because that's where our foundation is, our foundation, our rock, uh, is on the Word of God and what the Word of God teaches us and tells us to do with our everyday life. And what we're learning about right now is to worship the Lord. You can't go wrong worshiping the Lord for his mighty and wonderful deeds. So um, we trust you benefited from this, and uh, I I trust you'll put it into practice in your everyday life. Bye-bye.